Hi, I'm Larry DeLuca. And I'm Christy Grawl. And we would like to welcome you to the first episode of the Ducking Burnout Podcast. We're here to talk about physician wellness, what works and what doesn't, and why it is that your wellness program may or may not be working for you and how you can make it better. Hey, Larry, you want to tell them who we are? Oh, I don't know. Why don't you go first? I think that'd be a good idea. Well, we are a couple of emergency physicians who became very, very interested in wellness due to the current epidemic of unwellness in our society today. And um, we have created this podcast to hopefully tackle some of those issues and chat through them with you guys and hopefully create some understanding and maybe get to some solutions along the way. Absolutely. And, you know, we're not just the presidents, we're also the clients. And by that, I mean that we've all we've suffered burnout and compassion fatigue and all those things as well. And so we're not going to sit up on some high ivory tower and tell you what to do when we're not actually in the trenches with you. The other thing that we're going to do that most other things don't do is we're going to talk about workplace wellness, because a lot of programs focus on trying to meditate and be mindful and set limits, sort of. But the reality is, a lot of times what's wrong with us that's leading to burnout is not internal to us. It is internal to our workplace and the environment we're in. And until we either change our workplace or change things about our workplace, our situation may not get better. That doesn't mean we're going to replace the EHR with something else, but it does mean that we might find places where we can make change and we're going to try to do that and it's going to make us happier. And you better believe that when we find a tip that works, we're going to share that with you. Hey, Larry, would you maybe want to give them some background on how this whole thing got started and why we came to to do this podcast in the first place? Yeah, I think so. Um, My partner, Rick Johnson, actually, is the creator of the Idea Happy Doc Summer Camp. He has worked for years dealing with nonprofits, dealing with kind of event planning and stuff like that. And one of the things that he observed as I was getting more and more and more burnt out was that maybe some of the things that he's done with other groups with summer camp type experiences might work well for physicians or emergency physicians or whoever else is working in healthcare. We'd all been to various kinds of wellness programs that did or didn't work for us in certain ways. But the idea of something where we were focused on talking about serious issues but also lightening the load a little bit. And so this idea of play and of literally summer camp became really central to what we do. Our first couple of Happy Doc summer camps were held at a real life summer camp up in the Poconos. So, you know, we did CME, but we also did zip lining and we paddled on canoes in the lake and we went hiking and things like that. It was great fun. As Wait we- a minute, Larry, are you telling me that there's an actual summer camp? Yeah, yeah, there is. There actually is a real Happy Doc summer camp. It's no not just a, way. Yes, way. That sounds like an amazing place where we could have lots of fun and make lots of connections with each other. It is, and it was, and it will be again. Um, we had some really, really terrific times up in the Poconos, and we're going to hopefully do another program up there sometime in the future. This year, though, we're focused on two brand new venues. One is where we've had a program before in outside of Seattle, the base of Mount Rainier, um, a different sort of environment, a different sort of area, because there's so many natural things to do there. So a little CME in the morning and a whole lot of mountain climbing and hiking and spending time with your family or just sitting by the river or walking through the forest and enjoying that. And that then in, 
sounds fabulous. Sign me up. I what do. Else do have <laughs> oh, that's right. I have to be there too. Tell yes. about the other program too, because this is oh, the- super exciting and the first time we've ever done this one. Yes, we're going to Kona, Hawaii in September. Ooh, God, yeah, when I say that, I feel like we're on a 70s game show, you know? Like you solve the puzzle, I go, you're going to Hawaii. And it does sound like, like that. And it should feel like that, don't you think? Yes. I mean, people should feel like they, they get to go to Hawaii and enjoy the sunshine. And how can you not be happy in Hawaii? I don't know. And I hope to never discover that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so, yeah, we're going to be at the Kona Resort on the Big Island, the Outrigger Resort in Kona. Um, It used to be the Sheraton Resort, if you know the island at all. And it was bought by a company called Outrigger, been completely redone. And they're fantastic people. We've really enjoyed dealing with them. So that's going to be September 24th through 27th. And uh, they've also given people a fantastic room rate. And having booked rooms for Hawaii, let me tell you, $245 a night is pretty darn good. And they're waiving the resort fee. And parking's 10 bucks a day. Yes. That sounds like a fantastic deal. And we'll have the link to sign up for both of these camps in our show notes. So take a look for that. But otherwise, you can just go to www.happydocsummercamp.com and you can find all the details there as well. Absolutely. And, you know, the the emphasis is on a couple of things with Happy Doc. We talked about workplace versus individual wellness. We've talked about fun. Fun is really, really important because part of dealing with your burnout is getting a chance to renew. And if you go to a I mean, we've all done this when I was a fellow because I was completely broke. I would go to these great conferences and, you know, remote places. And by the time I got adjusted to the time zone, it was time to come back. And I thought, well, you know, I'd get to enjoy being in this lovely city. But, you know, I was trying not to snore during the last two hours of the conference. And then I came to the hotel room and collapsed and woke up at three o'clock in the morning when everything was closed because I was nine hours from my home time zone. So Larry, you know that sleep is important to your wellness too. Exactly. So important. You have to find a sleep time. Yes. Well, that's the other reason that we have been doing these programs like we do. You'll find our schedule is not jam-packed, especially with the two most recent ones. We've got a keynote the first evening. We have three hours from like nine to noon each day, bracketed by, you guessed it, breakfast and lunch. So that, you know, food, stuff, food, and then the afternoon to go do what you want, except on Monday night, there's a luau. You don't have to go, but I'd go if I were you. Luau's are pretty darn cool. Yes, there is a luau. I can't wait. I'm so excited about that. And this resort is so awesome. They gave us a 25% discount. We don't have to sit in the cheap seats. Yay! Yay! We can sit right up front. Yes, we can. So that'll be really a lot of fun. There's probably some really good drinks there, too. Oh, yes. Hey, even if it's bad drinks, after enough drinks, it's fine. It won't matter. <laughs> they they improve with each matter. one. True, true. Um, that said, I mean, all seriousness, yes, moderation. Please do not get falling down drunk. We are emergency physicians here. We deal with enough falling down drunk at work. Control yourself a little bit. All right. <laughs> but <laughs> the um, the uh, fortunately, the happy dog groups have always been well-behaved. I've worked as a summer camp doc at other places, and I have actually had to peel drunk people off the pavement and send them to the hospital. We've it's never ever done an happy doc, and we never will. But That's anyway, um, the luau. So we really want you to come to the luau. It's included in the cross to your ticket. 
You can get a discount for your family if you bring your family. That's the Hawaii, bring your family. But if you don't want to go to the luau, you don't have to. That's if you don't right. want to do anything, you don't have to. That's sometimes, right. sometimes for our mental wellness, we just need some cover. You know, sometimes I'm, I just don't like people. Sometimes I just don't want to be around anybody. And I think, you know, at those times, it's really very good wellness to just stay and, and do whatever you need to do. to. Yeah. I mean, the cheapest room in the house has a view of a resort in Hawaii. Yeah. So you go and you sit on your lanai and go, Oh, I feel so good. So good. Vitamin D. Right. And what, whatever program you're at, the, one of the important things to understand about Happy Doc is nothing is required. I think I said that already, but I'm going to say it again because we've all been to those horrid, you know, management training seminars where it's like, oh, come on, be a team player, do something that's probably going to break your leg. And you're like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to break my leg. It's like, oh, come on, be a team player. Like, oh, I broke my leg. Hey, but you remember the team. Yeah. That's not yeah, us. No. We want you to do what you want to do. And we want you to not do what you don't want to do. We're and if you want to find your own wellness, right. whatever that means to you. By and large, people have enjoyed the Happy Doc Talks. They come to them. They tend to be more group discussion things than a lot of lecture material. You know, we deliver some stuff, but so much of what we're going to talk about is interactive. And that's half the fun of it. Now, that said, if you're not a joiner, that's okay. No one's going to force you to be in a group. If you want to sit on the couch and listen, totally fine. 100% fine. And one of the things we like to do in the end is also is we like to do an action plan. So that you're thinking about taking all this great work you did home with you. And so that you could say, well, you know what? This is something I'm going to do for me. This is some little thing I'm going to do for my workplace. You know, don't make an ambitious list. That's my advice the first time around. One thing may be enough or too many, but put your one thing there. And if you want to share it with all of us, great. If you don't want to share it, great. It is totally up to you. We really want you to find a path through this that makes you feel better. You know, and I've been to seminars where they kind of like, you know, it's like one step above S. That was the one from the 80s where like they wouldn't let you go to the bathroom and they yelled at you for hours. It is so the opposite of Happy Doc. Um, we The you restrooms the are plentiful. Right. You. It's all fine. You know, um, the resort asks, please don't pee behind the palm trees. So we try to be cool with that. But they, really like I said, restrooms are plentiful. People move in and out. You know, one day I really felt like we'd had a huge success. And you remember this person who stood up and she said, you know what? I'm just full for today. I'm going to go sit by the pool. Is everybody okay with that? We're like, yep, knock yourself out. See at the pool in an hour. And she went and sat by the pool. And then we finished up what we were doing. We all hung out in an hour and it was great. And I you love know, that. Larry, the one thing that you haven't mentioned with all of these great things about the camps you is the my favorite. No, my favorite <laughs> My favorite part is that we get to connect with people and okay. we get to see people who have similar problems, who have similar issues that they're facing in, yes. in the workplace or with their career or in life. And I get to learn from their perspective. Sometimes my eyes are open to a new solution to something that I never would have even thought of. So I, I want to highlight that as well. It's an opportunity to connect with other like-minded colleagues. Yes. And I think one of the things that we do, both Christy and I draw on um, principles of adult education. There's a guy named Malcolm Knowles, and he talks about 
how with adult learners, especially in a situation where it's not, say, tied to things like board exams or state licensure, it's a very symmetrical relationship. There's a lot of give and take that the job of the teacher is not to tell the learner what to learn. The job of the teacher is to help learn what the student's goals are and help facilitate them reaching them, sort of a diagnostician role as it's been referred to. But the bottom line is we all flip back and forth and take the roles at different times. And it's really interesting because, you know, Happy Doc is all full of like other people that are highly educated, highly experienced and have great perspectives on life. So we may not have all the answers. We just bring together the cool people so they can talk about them. That's and very true. The difference, of course, is, you know, we've all dealt with what is largely what they call a pedagogical model. And, you know, the extreme examples of that are kindergarten and medical school. Someone stands up there, they tell you what to learn, they tell you what to do, they tell you when you can go to the bathroom, and all of those things. And if you're lucky, they give you a break for a snack, but they've kind of forgot to do that in medical school. And so it's very one way. The teacher tells you everything the student assimilates. Happy Doc's not really like that. We're very much... We have a curriculum, sure, absolutely. We have ideas we want to get across, but we have room for people to talk and share and things to go back and forth to. Yeah. And, you know, follow their own goals and their own ideas of what it is they want to get out of the current session that we're facilitating. Right. And you don't have to worry with Happy Doc about missing the talks or missing the island or missing Mount Rainier. Because we are running talks for part of the day. The talks are not required. So you can go to as few or as many as you want. But if and you're there, all... you me. Yes, so you yes. Go. Yep. My advice well, is go to at least one hour so you can get reimbursed. But, <laughs> but that said, do what suits you. That's really, really important. You know, and the other thing, I talked about this a little earlier. I want to talk back to this thing about hiding. Because some of the barriers we talk about are things that get in the way of us being well and things like stigma and worried about reporting things for licensure and stuff. We are not therapy. If we think you need therapy, we'll probably tell you, say, hey, you know what? You need therapy. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. But most of the people who come don't really need therapy and they recognize that they're looking for something different, but we're here no matter what. And what we can provide is ways of coping, ways of dealing better, kind of some of the cognitive things that people do to help them reframe experiences and function better. But in terms of like stigma and things, you know, if part of what you really need is a bit of a mental health break, but you're not to the point where you think you really need a therapist, but you really, really are stressed and need something to do, Happy Doc's a great place to come. And if you need to just stay in your hotel room and read a book, that's okay. And you don't have to worry about telling anybody else what you're up to. Just say, hey, I'm going to a CME program. Nobody asks questions about CME. You know, it's not like you're going to say, oh, I'm going to go to a retreat where we're going to sob during the introductions. And then we're going to have forced meditation for four hours. And we're going to eat like only uncooked grains or something. No, not us. We like good food. So there'll be good food too. Promise you that. And, you know, we're all high achievers. We know that. You know, I can do this by myself. You don't have to do it by yourself. Sometimes it's easier to do it with other people. And if you want to do it by yourself, but you want to do it around other people, come hang out with us anyway. You participate in as much or as little as you want. And it's a time to actually care for yourself. And we talk about self-care, and people kind of make fun of that term. And, but it, it really is important. You know, like we say about our 
pregnant patients and their fetus that they're carrying. The best care of the fetus is the care of the pregnant patient. So encourage you to think about that as you are the patient who needs to be cared for. You know, I think that's really interesting, Larry, because we've gone years and years with this idea of sacrifice for medicine. We've mm-hmm. given up years of our lives to get trained. We've given up, you know, of ourselves, our time. And we we really put a value on patients or others' needs above our own. And I think it's hard sometimes for us to take a break and come back and realize that sometimes we do need to put the focus back on us and we need to take care of ourselves first before we can provide the best care for our patients. Yes. So I think that's one of the things is taking that big break. And that's kind of where the workplace part and where the action plans kind of fit in too, is I think we've all over the years gone to wellness things where it's like, I got a lot of great ideas, but I don't know what to do with them. Or I get back to work and I get back focused on all the things that burned me out in the first place. And I don't get to to actually put any change into action. And that's why we say write a small action plan, but do write an action plan. And we'll do those all together. We'll talk about what makes a good action plan and how to make it achievable and how you can feel good for having done it rather than bad for not having done it or phrased it too vaguely or whatever. And a lot of workplaces have wellness programs that they are implementing. Mm-hmm. Why do you think sometimes those aren't working? Why do you think that, you know, sometimes those are not quite doing what we want them to do for our coworkers and, and for us? Well, I think the biggest problem is when it comes to workplace wellness, the workplace all too often is the problem. And there are too many, and I'm not saying this to every company, some people are fantastic. Some companies are fantastic, but a lot of companies look at wellness as something that doesn't generate the money. And so to them, it's just some add on. How can I get away with this cheaply? You know, like in the middle of COVID and a million people are getting intubated a day and you're just completely worn because there's no room at the inn anywhere. And you're trying to get this STEMI patient out of your ED, but there's no room to put them because every place is filled with COVID patients. When they come down and go, hey, we brought ice cream sandwiches. Well, ice cream's good. But I was like, could you bring nurses? I hate to sound ungrateful. So sometimes workplaces try to smooth things over. And that could be okay if it's just a small small thing. But if they're trying to smooth things over rather than solve the systemic problems that are causing the workplace burnout issues, that's where they get into trouble. Ice cream is great, but ice cream can't replace nurses. And even if you're giving people ice cream to keep them kind of happy while you're looking for nurses, you got to find the nurses in the end, too. And I think that's important is that so many times our workplace and the way our workplace functions is a lot of the source of our unwellness. Yeah, I think you're right with that. You know, I had an interesting thought while you were talking about that. And um, this is probably for a future episode, but there is good evidence that wellness programs are well worth the time and money that get put into them. And there's actual data that you save money in the cost of replacing physicians yes. um, for that. So, um, but that's probably another episode. The other that thing is, that we I should think, delve into that. Yeah. Ahead, sorry. The other thing that I think, you know, bears um, note here is that when workplaces make wellness programs mandatory, 
Sometimes those wellness programs become the source of your unwellness. Absolutely. I have to go to this program. I don't want to do this. I don't have time to do this. I've got 50 million other things to do and I've got to do one more course. So never let your wellness program become a source of unwellness. That that's just not going to work. It's not going to help. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I think we all know about getting, you know, zoomed and, Qualtrics and stuff to death. So, you know, yeah. one of the things we've tried to do is is make happy docs. So there's no preparation beforehand. There's nothing specific you have to do afterwards. And when you're there, the only requirement is you like have fun. That I mean, you're probably going to want to get some CME, but you're going to have fun. That's the important thing. That's right. That's our promise: is that you will have fun. Yeah. Well, Larry, I think this has been a really great discussion. Mm-hmm. I, I think agree. Open some doors. We've got some some other things to talk about in the next upcoming episodes. Um, so it would be great if you guys could continue to tune in and join us during that mm-hmm. time. So our format is going to alternate a little bit uh, from what we've talked about. And we're learning. So you're kind of learning along with us and you get the joy of experiencing the mistakes we make. But it'll be fun. We'll have a good time, I promise. So we're thinking something like short, long, short, long, where there'll be shorter episodes That'll be, you know, a little chit chat with Christy and I, kind of a quick wellness point for the day, something like that. And then we're thinking some longer episodes where we'll have like special guests. Some of our past speakers have volunteered, you know, some of the ones who were rated the most highly by prior Happy Doc attendees. And they're going to come on and chit chat with us about some of the things they do, some of the ways that we can look at stuff. We are going to, and let's be honest, we are going to talk about stuff from an evidence-based standpoint. We're not going to shy away from things. We're not political. We welcome everybody. But we know that there are going to be touchy topics like COVID-19 and vaccines and that there are strong opinions on all sides. But we are going to come from a position of the mainstream scientific literature. Are we ready to say goodbye? Or I think to- so, yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in. I'm yes. so glad that you were here for our very first podcast. Yeah, we're excited. And hopefully we'll see you on another podcast. And uh, hear you on another podcast because we may make these video at some point, but they're going to start on audio anyway. Oh, All they're right. definitely going to be audio. I'm having a bad hair day. Ah. <laughs> but I actually did like go and like make sure my hair looked good so that you could hear it on the microphone. I can see him. He does look good, you guys. You should oh, see this. You. All right. Yeah. Well, we will sign off now. So I'm Larry DeLuca. And I'm Christy Grawl. And we'll see you on the next episode of Ducking Burnout. Bye.